just two local guys with so much to say. So listen to the real estate brothers today. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Lane and Dean here. Welcome to the December 20, 2021 monthly market update where we go over what's been happening in the news across Hawaii and the main. Hey everybody. We're on. Cool. Hey, the, the vocals came out clearer this time. Last time I heard the guitar, but it sounded muffled. You changed it? No. Oh, same. Oh, interesting. Anyway, everyone, I am. I'm Dean Ueda. We're on episode 46, so by now, hopefully, everybody knows us. I'm a former CPA, now real estate investor and realtor. Check me out my YouTube channel. It's uh, YouTube slash Real Estate of Hawaii. I'm also Facebook and all those other great social media platforms. So jumping right into November statistics for Honolulu. Nothing really exciting today. It's the same information in terms, same trends in terms of a strong seller's market. And in fact, inventory is going down a little bit even more. So just to go over the stats as we do every month, information is a little early and it might change compared to what the Honolulu Board of Realtors release on the 6th of this month. But for November, we have uh, Single-family homes, median price at $1,050,000. No change from prior month, but a 20% increase from same time prior year. Same story with condos and townhouses at uh, median price at 500000 Again, 19% increase from prior year, but not much change from prior month. Days on market, we actually see a little bit of a flop here. We're a single-family days on market. We have 12, which is really low, and it's a 9% increase from prior year. But for condos, it, it actually went down uh, to 10. I think previously, single-family was always had a slightly lower days on market, but now condos are tightening up even. As for closed sales volume, single-family, we had 369 closed sales for November, an increase of 7% from prior year. And condos, we have 593 closed sales for November, a 42% increase from prior year. I like to always show inventory statistics in addition to these three. So homes available for sale. Again, this is showing the supply side. So single family homes, we have 380 and 982 for condos. And that's a big decrease, almost 40% for single family and 44% for condos. And if you look at this, the trends, this goes back to 2019, you see it going up and then coming back down and it's still on a downward trend in terms of supply side. So then on the demand side, or when we tie in demand, month supply of inventory, we have one month of inventory for single family and 1.8 months of inventory for condos and townhouses. And again, I like to show the trends and best fit line for these both single family and condos we see a downward trend in terms of the month's supply of inventory which is not good news for the buyers we have but great news for the sellers slide i showed from last year last month also again i like to compare the supply with the demand and trending it out so this is back as far as 2005 uh, the top line the top graph is new listings um, showing, I guess we could say like supply coming onto market. And then 
the chart below that is tying in the demand section, right? The month supply again from 2005. So if you look at the two and you compare the two, I like to think that the, the new listings trends, it seems pretty even except for that blip again back in i think 2006 for single family but if oh i think sorry that's townhouses but if you look at the chart below which is the month supply there's a lot more peaks and valleys and ups and downs or big ups and downs and the way i like to think that says is that new supply is constantly coming on at a pretty standard rate but the demand is has bigger swings and right now we have a big swing up in terms of demand again nothing new same story as we've been talking for a bit so let's jump into our scam corner every month you guys know i like to talk about scams so this one kind of an interesting one because it's great timing because we just had black friday we have a lot of people shopping for the holidays and it's an amazon order confirmation imitation scam so what the criminals are doing, and they're sending out their own version of confirmations of purchases, right? And in the scam, the criminals send you a fake purchase confirmation email that looks like it's coming from Amazon. And you can review the details about the fake purchase, like payment amount and the mailing address. And then you need to click to view or manage. There's a button to click or manage the order. And if you click on the button, it'll take you to um, Amazon's real site, but you won't be able to find information about that purchase. So the last resort is to call the customer service phone number, which is, of course, a fake number. And then they'll ask you for your credit card and CVV number to cancel the purchase, which sounds fake, right? If you guys know that something shady sounds wrong about that already. So instead of canceling, of course, then they you're giving them access to your credit card. So again, these cyber criminals are always looking for new ways to catch you. So, you know, don't fall into it ways to yeah you, you it surprises you but that's why i like to bring these up and then for young and for old so watch out for fake customer service phone numbers if you need assistance go to find directly through your own um, through the website and then don't click on links that you weren't expecting because it could be malicious or have malware and always don't share sensitive information like credit card numbers, SSN, or birthdays over the phone. So that's the scam of the month that we to be wary of. Are you a non-accredited investor looking for opportunities to invest passively? How about a newer investor looking to get a bit of a track record and confidence from your skeptic spouse? And could you use the reinforcement of monthly checks paid like clockwork? The American Homeowner Preservation Fund, or AHP, is looking to bring new investors with them. I've been investing with them since 2016 and originally I used it as a means to pay for my regular expenses. I started with $60,000 as my initial investment and that paid for my car payment completely for me. AHP collaborates with existing homeowners to keep them in their homes by restructuring or selling the debts unlike their competitors that just kick their homeowners out on the streets. It's a way to make great returns while feeling good about making a social impact. After investing myself in the fund, it was awesome when owner George Newberry saw the impact our simple passive cash flow monthly crew was making approach me to become a spokesperson of the company. Invest as little as $100 by going to ahptitle.com. And if you want the free Burn Zone book, please claim it at simplepassivecashflow.com slash AHP. And if you haven't done yet, join our private investor club for more insider access. Go to simplepassivecashflow.com slash club. So next, I wanted to talk about new construction. 
So one of the new developments is out in Ever Beach. The whole Pili community by Dear Horton is not new, but this single family home development called e is. So they actually just had their first release in November last month, and I think they released about 12 homes. So these are single family homes, uh, three to four bedroom layouts with attached garage, and they're both PV and electric vehicle ready. So there's some great floor plans. If you look at that picture on the exterior, shows again, those are just mock-ups. But it's gonna, it's very contemporary in how it looks from the outside, and it. Some say it's going to look like the, if you're familiar with Liko at Hopili, which is another single family that came out earlier, that one, the exterior might look similar to that. Right now, there's nothing to see in terms of model homes. But what do we have here on the next slide? You'll see on the left, that cir red circle with the arrow, that's where Liko is going to be. So it's going to be south, south, the southern portion of the Hopili neighborhood. And it's going to be featuring five different types. So the smallest is going to be these, which is a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half, two-car garage, just shy of 1,300 square feet. And then the, the biggest ones are the Aono configuration. And this is going to be a, it's going to have an ADU on the bottom floor. So it's going to be like a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half on one side, and then one the studio with the one bath on the bottom. It should be... um. We're not sure when the next phase is going to be coming out, but if you want more information, you always can reach out to me. Another fun new construction coming up is called, that's coming up in, in the Core Ridge area. It's going to be some townhouses and it's called Walea at Core Ridge. Word on the street is this phase two and three might be, be being released as early as tomorrow. So if you want to get into this lottery, hit me up. It's, it, they did, the developers did say it's going to be coming out soon. But they didn't say exactly when. And I'm a little bit of a buzz that it might be tomorrow. And in which case, they'll give us about a week and a half to submit your application. So, again, there's a, as small as two bedroom, two baths, and big as three bedrooms, two and a half baths, starting at the $650,000 range. So, that's some information about a few new construction developments. And some good things about new construction and some bad. Who doesn't like new things? So from the pro standpoint, it's you're getting something. You're, you'll be the first one to bless everything. Of course, deferred maintenance. Things aren't going to be breaking in the near future. So you have a, a lot of savings that you can have from not having to re-roof for a while. A lot of times you can pick your own finishes and finishings, flooring or upgrading countertops, that kind of thing. And you, the one... Poten this is a potential, but you could have baked in equity. And what I mean by that is, I think, Lane, we talked about this in other episodes where, especially in, in the downtown, the Kaka'ako, where it would take more like two years from the point in time the prices are set and you set your deposit and you're committed. And so by the time it the property is actually complete and you're buying it and moving in, you it could have appreciated in prices from the time that the price was set. So that's what I mean by potential baked in equity. And that's exciting. And it, what's also exciting is a lot of times these phases, there would be like 15 units available for sale and you, there's way over 100 applicants. So there's a strong demand for these. And that's always a good sign, especially when someone is asking me, is now a right time to buy, right? So when you have 100 applicants going for four, 10 to 15 units, then that's a good sign that the demand is very strong. And it, you know, if it wasn't to go to you, it can go to somebody else or someone will be waiting to buy it if you didn't want it or if you had to sell it. Yeah. On the other hand, some negatives is a lot of times you're buying off of blueprints. 
because the market is so hot, developers aren't creating the model homes as quickly as needed. I think Coreridge, it took maybe like a year or two before the single family models came up. Also, you're not exactly sure what the neighborhood's going to look like sometimes because maybe the roads are in, but you don't know where the schools are or going to be or the shops or even your neighbors. You don't know who your neighbors are going to be. A lot of times for my buying clients who are buying resale properties, I tell them, let's come check out the, the neighborhood at night and scout out what our, our neighbors are doing and see if that's the kind of place my neighbors you're okay with. So that's you, you don't know who your neighbors are going to be because a lot of times it's all new homes being developed. So that's one of the negatives. But like I said, if you're interested with any of the new constructions, let me know. Because I think I did this other video where calculating statistically, sometimes your chances of buying new construction are statistically better than buying a resale. But that's for another discussion. Check out my YouTube channel. Anyway, I yeah. digress. The, the new construction, a lot of these, if you look back at like the floor plans, like square footage is a lot smaller, price per yeah. square foot is a lot higher. And that's the general trends, right? Like people can't afford, everybody wants new. Who doesn't want new? Right. iPhone, whatever. But y'all can't afford it. So they make this smaller. Yeah. So your price per square foot goes up. Well, one thing to counter that from the developer side, though, is at least one thing that's neat is that the architecture designs are getting smarter. So when you're go walking into these model homes and you're checking out these new places that, like you said, have less square footage, a lot of times the the open the way they design it, the, the open design in the kitchen and stuff like that, it feels a lot bigger than the 1,200 square feet that it, yeah. You know, so yeah. that's it, one positive to counter that. But so this ADU downstairs, is that like mm -hmm. for the, is that designed for in-laws or? I think they never specified if it could be like for rental too, because it's a separate unit to access. I haven't gone so far to see the association rules if that would be allowed. But versus it doesn't it matter. A white people are just going to do it at whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. The, the bigger question or the bigger concern I think is that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind buying it for long-term rentals, but I would probably shy away if I was trying to do like an Airbnb. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah, a lot that's just... easier to get policed versus a long-term renters. It will be less chance of getting reprimanded or... or... Unenforceable long-term rental, somebody living in your ADU, whereas yeah. the Airbnb is super, you're you're very exposed. Yeah, because you can say, oh, that's, that's my cousin living there. Yeah, that's <laughs> part of the family. Yeah, that's it for new construction. And this is the... This is our last presentation of the the year. I don't know. What do you think, Nate? Did this this year go by too quickly or did the, is the end coming only too soon for you? Still 2020? Yeah. yeah. It's all one big mishmash, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then what? We have Omicron coming here now. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, with that said, too, being that this is the end of the year, I, I it can't come with any more gratitude. And we just had Thanksgiving. And so always, this is more reminder to all, but for me too, I'm always trying to remind myself to try to be my best self. Our time here is short. Yeah. My challenge, Lane, and I don't know, maybe you can have, help me out on this too, is like having the balance of having gratitude yet being hungry. And I don't know if it's something that's intertwined or whatnot, but trying to have that gratitude, but still ha being hungry for more. And part of that, I think, is I need to remember what my why is, whatever it is, whatever your folks why is too. And another fun thing that I always think about is, and I I think Lane, your group always also helps me to remember, and the guys in our gang is to try to leave the place a little bit better than how we found it. So hopefully everyone can 
keep that in mind. And that's something that I'm going to be trying to remind myself towards the end of this year. Some people, they don't care. It's all up to themselves. Try and stay away from those people. That's right. the goal. What do you call them? Assholes? Is that what you say? Yeah. Some people are petty, right? Like they like to be cheap. And we, we were like that at one time. We still are. But some people, they get over that. And they get to a point where it's like you're only here on earth for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Might as well leave it a better place. And I think you find people that are aligned on that mission or that yeah. you know, people who so, are like that are coming out to Hawaii. January 14th to 17th. Dean will be there. There will be, in person. Yes. There are two kinds of people who come and people who don't. It's a pay-to-play <laughs> thing. It's not for free. But yeah, I would probably argue that if this is probably the best networking event you're going to see this year or your money back. Yeah, I guarantee no, that. Can't guarantee returns. But you can guarantee you're going to have a good time. But anyway, if you want more details, go to simplepassacastle.com slash 2022 retreat. It has the Kawaoka stamp of approval. All right. So if you haven't checked out my podcast, go to simplepassacashflow.com. But let's get going through some of the national headlines here. First, inflation is going up. I don't know, what's one oh, yeah. thing that you notice that you're paying more for? Gas um, to me hasn't moved up, I feel. But... Yeah, I haven't seen that. I don't know, but I saw that it's, they said it's six, over 6%. Yeah, the inflation. Yeah. Yeah, that's just what they report. What is the real, there was that website, Shadow Statistics for the real inflation rate. Oh, yeah, because isn't the the feds are meeting with the house, right? And or is it the one one side? And they're talking about potentially easing up on the bond buyback and stuff. But yeah, it's not like the government's gonna move on a pin. It's gonna take them yeah. two to three years, in my opinion, to do anything. Yeah. So, all right. So, first highlight I'd like to share is uh, CVS Health Plans. They're uh, planning to close 900 stores, focus on digital strategy. This is all part of Amazon's big movement into the pharmacy world in case you guys haven't noticed and i also bring this on board because a lot of um, higher net worth investors they like to invest in triple net deals as a end game type of real estate investment strategy which is lower risk and lower return than rental properties and apartments that type of stuff and the, the saying is we'll go buy a, a walgreens or cbs you can nix that buy because this type of stuff is going to happen in the future because like the cvs is probably like the anchor store of those big those malls right yeah this is yeah. these are normally standalones right because like oh. most mom and pa high net worth investors between three to ten million they can't afford a whole strip mall they can afford yeah. like a little standalone walgreens or cvs pharmacy i'm trying to think they don't really have too many in hawaii the only one i can think of is in how it's I don't know what that mall is. It's one with a really jacked up parking lot with the pillars that are like in every single parking stall. But alongside adjacent to there is a standalone CBS launch drugs, I think. Not coming my shopping center. I think that might be. But there's a standalone CBS farmers. And I think they also you also see this on the east side too, the standalone. But yeah, like you know, Milani and like you got launch drugs in the shopping complex, the, the shopping mm. strip. But yeah. usually the standalones are what CVS likes mostly. This is a report that your buddies at, I was at Pricewater. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they always like to come up with this every year. I don't know why the heck we listen to a bunch of accountants, but they probably <laughs> just pay a whole boatload of money to some other smarter consulting firm. But they come up with these different trends and, and reports. But this one, they're saying that transaction volume poised to bounce back to pre-pandemic levels. 
Uh, recovery from the pandemic is expected to occur dramatically faster than what transpired during the Great Recession, a 2000 optimistic return for most sectors, all but hotel and the hospitality sector. That kind of impacts Hawaii. Right? Reliability of small multifamily tenant base fuels recovery and analysis of work from home trends find that small multifamily properties may be less affected than larger properties because fewer tenants can work remotely. Yay. Yay. Good for us. Good for the landlords. Another point for Dean. Uh, Yardi Matrix says gateway market rebounds. So the gateway markets are the ones that got beat up over the pandemic because people are like, I don't want to live in San Francisco and pay all this money for this expensive stuff when there's no cool things in the city because we have this social distance. Things are coming back to normal. You're going to have, you're having a lot more absorption this last quarter. So not saying it's coming back all the way yet, but it's, it's coming back. This is why. I was actually looking at deals inside of New York City to invest oh, in. Interesting. Because you gotta buy. That's what smart money does. They buy when things are down and they get yeah. out of things and they're hot. Right. Redfin, this is they overlaid the home prices 2019, 2021. If you guys are listening on the podcast form of this, check it out on the YouTube channel, Dean's YouTube channel. But you can see the trends from 2019. 20, you can see the, the seasonal trend there, the bumps in the summertime, which is typically the hotter months. But I think the big takeaway here is that 2021, once the, the vaccines really start to roll out at the beginning of this year, how things really start to get, things are still moving up. But yeah. And 2020, there was no seasonality or decrease in the winter months. It went up. Yeah. 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 Things are, you, you could say that the slack from the first half of the year was, drove us drove through that that slack plunge traditionally this from real page luxury apartment rent premiums once going up once again higher than the class c counterparts so the way logically i look at this is the pandemic impacted the class b and the c tenants mostly the lower end folks like a lot of white collar workers such as ourselves were lucky again have that gratitude that we weren't really impacted very much. I know a lot of people, a lot of investors that have a boatload of money and just itching to spend some money now. Ready to pull the trigger. Hopefully they do it on investments, not like frivolous vacation, big can, whatever. It's there. And there's a lot of people just with a lot of boatload of money and a lot of people are struggling. It is yeah. what it is, but this is why you're seeing the rents go up for the class A mm -hmm. lot than the B's and the C's. Just the bifurcation of the haves and the have-nots, huh? You said it, man. You yep. said it. Which side are you going to be on? Apartmentlist.com says rent's still rising, but growth has slowed significantly. Still going up. Like 1% is not bad. Especially when since March of 2020, these 10 places went up by 30 freaking percent. Tampa, Florida, Gilbert, Arizona, Glenda, Arizona, Mesa, Arizona, Challenge, Arizona, Boise, Idaho, Henderson, Nevada, North Las Vegas, St. Petersburg, Florida. All of that up, went up 30%, which normally... Over the long term, usually three percent is the average. But there's your Las Vegas man. If you if you want to buy a quadplex, let's buy one. Yeah, no, we we got property manager. We got boots on the ground, guys. Dude. No, I don't. I, what I mean is, I don't want to play asset manager. I don't want to do that. Oh, got it. Got you it, play got it. asset manager. Okay, okay. I'll give you your real estate professional status hours. There you go. I need those. Yeah. I'm still looking for that somebody to run my beach house in Hawaii. So if anybody needs real estate professional status. 
let us know. We talked about this earlier, the tech cities, the gateway cities coming back. Why invest in lower middle-class housing? The hint is to hedge in case of a recession, but also capitalize on current. Despite the uncertainty within the market, Class C properties are being touted as the best position property for an economic slowdown by some experts in the market. During a panel discussion at Globe Fest, Globe Street, multifamily conference here in Los Angeles, panelists discussed the gap between rent rates for Class A and Class C properties and reviewed some of the current trends within Class C properties. I still think you got to stay away from Class A for the most part because those are the people that get hurt and come down to Class B and C, except in pandemics where people can stay at home. Yeah, this is a unique, yeah. Unique. Correct, yeah. But then from your other slide, the one, it showed that slight hiccup in Class A, but then it, it corrected it and then went above and beyond. You know what I mean? It looks like... Yeah, Class A rents are like short-term rentals or hotel industry, where if things are good, you're kicking butt. You're absolutely kicking butt. You look like that one friend who bet on on the hardware on the craps table and won big. And then he looks, he stares, he looks at Eugene and says, I got a system to go on this thing. But to me, if you're a newer investor, like stick with the cash flowing stuff because you can't sustain a loss. If you got a lot of money to blow at risk and you're okay losing a big chunk of it, then then gamble and go with like high cost of living, rental properties or real estate. This is why, Dean, I think you and I should just go buy a, a house on the beach and just speculate the heck on. Hawaii is like paradise. Now, I'm not a huge, I, I think the high end in Hawaii is going to do a lot better than like the middle class and below people can remote work they're going to move to hawaii but i'm talking like three four or five million dollar plus houses like anybody wants to take me up a house a beach house let me know here same thing we mentioned but different data sources the 30 percent of u.s markets do experience double digit rent rent increases in 2020 all the usual suspects that are here this excites me when yeah. that you see oh yeah when you're seeing this these numbers, these percentage increases, if those hold true, that's quite exciting. Especially if you're doing those, for the value add plays for those syndication type deals. But I don't know. Some people are always scared. They always, they always get really, what goes up must come down or what are some more negative? Oh, it's got to turn. It all averages out. Um, well, what ha- inflation interest rates are, are bound are gonna go up. It's bound to gonna go up. So yeah, awesome, then, cool. Because when the interest rates go up, that means the economy is doing better and my rents keep going up. I think the home the jobless rates are like like so, so low right now and like government's been pouring pouring so much money. And that's why I think you had stated in the other slide where we recovered so quickly. And again, I get it, this is a very unique situation, but I don't know. That like you said, guys waiting on the side to pull the trigger. It's I'm excited for them. At the same time, don't just wait. But yeah, you gotta let you gotta let them go. You gotta lose. You gotta have them. You gotta miss out a few times for you to understand what a clear shot is. You've seen this before, right? When you saw 2008 come and go, 2010 or 2012, when did you jump in? When did you jump? Not in till 2011. Yeah, I was just lucky. I jumped in 2000. Oh, I yeah, you're know. lucky. I didn't no, because 2009, 2010, I was thinking about it. And that's when I was looking in Vegas and I was talking to the wrong people. And that's when I told you, I was like, I was talking to the guys that were underwater. And they're like, no, you don't want to buy now. Look at me. I'm underwater and not having that right mindset. So it took me a year to figure out I'm not getting at that guy's price. I'm getting at this way discounted price. So I'm not that guy. I'm a different, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it took me a year. 
I even say who cares what the other guy bought it for. I mean, if it works, it cash flows, it works. Yeah. I mean, that I was buying it for 50 cents on the dollar compared to the, these are like the foreclosures in Vegas. Yeah. This is post subprime and, and Vegas had a lot of inventory. So I had gotten a Fannie Freddie foreclosed properties to that. Yeah. But I'm sure when you bought the, there, there were a lot of whispers on it's going to go back down. It's, it's gone up 20% yeah. every year to where it's yeah. at now in 2012. Yeah. You know, there's so, always so many negative people. Right. Yeah. Or you're buying in Vegas. It's a desert. You're just going to build more, which is a viable, I you can't contest that too much, but then I don't know. There's also the issue over there. I understand it. I think, is it water or electricity? I think it's water. You heard about that? I've that heard of that, there. but put a man on the moon and yeah. it's the Mars. That's true. I think That's we can so get true. some freaking water. 500 miles from California here. That's a very good point. That's a very solid point. Yep. I don't know. We don't have flying cars yet. We have these really cool like apps and stuff like that though. So maybe we can <laughs> misguide it. But everybody needs water to drink. Rents in Dallas-Fort Worth rocket 15.5% a year. Everybody's talking about these like sustainable build for rent stuff. I think you were talking about this earlier. My thing is I'm not a huge fan of build to rent because like they put them all next to each other and you're buying into places where when things go bad or, or maybe like the tide what i think about is like the tides come up on shore and they retract right this is a cyclical type of growth environment yeah. where in when times retract these types of new track development areas are the ones that go dark first yeah. as opposed to stabilize mature neighborhoods but if you're a developer, you can make some crazy fees because people pay an arm and a leg to buy these types of thing and buy into the narrative. Biden's got his, uh, I don't know what stimulus plan we're on. This is all fake money, right? If you're not investing, you're not doing anything, you are losing money. You're just inflating it away. Tell your mom, tell your dad. If they're just sitting on their home equity, we're taking away their retirement from all these. Is that too negative? That's what I appreciate about you is you, you wear your heart on your sleeve and you see it. And that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's what I appreciate about you. Did you, you. see my I, last YouTube video? Yesterday? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I just record them and then my folks put it together, but it's like selfish grandparents. No. So like the whole premise of the video was everybody in Hawaii, again, I don't want to say everybody, but plenty <laughs> of people you and I know have like grandparents or parents that own house outright because they were good savers they're cash poor house rich and they're living like toe to mouth on off social security which none of us are going to have that type of stuff what's social security heck what's a pension if you put that in that money into infinite banking policy make five percent tax free that's what's five percent of a million 50 grand right there you put it into some investing you double that, you make a hundred grand a year. You could send, grandma can live off 20 grand a year eating Lunchables or I don't know, or ramen noodles or whatever they eat <laughs> far or whatever. But better, then, better than a reverse mortgage, right? Sure. Yeah. But then you could take that 80 grand after you pay for those living expenses and the taxes in the house. And you could send what, two, three kids to uh, Marino. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, but they people choose to cling on to the dogma that they were born oh i don't want to go into debt i want to pay things off just a mindset yeah but going back into commercial real estate three dominating trends today hybrid workplace supportive employment well-being so they're trying to trick people back into the office gyms better facilities social stuff 
and then demand for warehouse continues to increase. The below one, that's hard for the average investor, mom and pop, 10 to $100 million net worth to get into. Infrastructure bill, it's just going to help it all. Oh, here's one. Here's some negative news. Adam reports that U.S. foreclosure activity continues to increase nationwide. So this was, we all knew this was going to happen, where the foreclosure rates go up because you can start to foreclose on people now after all the moratoriums are lifted. So that's exactly what's happening. But despite what every single YouTube influencer was saying, the housing market is not crashing. Are you sure they got a lot of hits that way, though? Yeah, it works for that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, one nationwide, one in every 66,675 houses are in foreclosure. Not bad. Most of, yeah. most of the people are paying their mortgages. Top states, Illinois, Florida, New Jersey, Nevada, and we talked about all this type of stuff. Millennial home buyers fuel the rise of lifestyle renting. Uh, the top city, again, I don't know how they came up with this this stuff. Rentcafe.com. <laughs> they come up with all these like weird top 10 lists that are fun to talk about. I don't know where the heck they get their data, where they get their rubric. But number one, Indianapolis, Indiana, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Arizona, Oklahoma City, Memphis, Nashville, Charlotte, Columbus, San Antonio, and Louisville. Indianapolis looks a little out of place to me. I think they paid somebody off. But if people want to help me out and want to get my book for free and the audiobook, go to simplepassivecashflow.com slash book. Dean, if you're lonely during Christmas, I read my book to you on video. I don't know if I put a fireplace behind me as I read, but I actually read my whole book and separated by chapters and it's on that website if you would like to check it out. And this is not an audiobook. This is a video. It's a video book. Oh, there's a term for that. I don't know. I just made oh. it up. It's a video. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, you'll keep us warm at night on these cold, uh, rainy nights then. Yes, they will. Oh, Although it won't nice. take very long. It's not a huge oh. book because it's oh. pretty simple to do simple passive cash flow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It sounds, I might have to take you up on that or maybe play it for my son. Yeah, just play it in the background. It's uh, PG rated, okay. maybe PG-13. Oh, are you kidding me? I would think it yeah. was G. There's no F-bombs in there. But there might be some other. Well, that makes it more intriguing now. But anyway, <laughs> you guys, thank you for uh, sticking with us this year. More to come. I think next year we're going to do some more in-person stuff. We're going to try. If you guys are interested in that, let us know. And then go to com. And anything else, Dean, you want to promote real quick? Anything you're doing? No, and I'm, like I said, I'm still continuing my YouTube channel. On a total separate note, hey, I'm, I'm converting to getting an iPhone. I'm converting from Android to iPhone. How's that? Oh, cool. Yeah. I added to uh, Apple One. It's like their subscription services. It's a great way if you're cheapo to get like cheap gifts for your friends and family. So like you can have up to five people join, but you get two terabytes of iCloud, okay, which awesome. is why I did it. But you also get the Apple Music app, which has like really high def audio. Okay. That's like where you move your head like this and then the, the audio moves based on which way your head is facing. Oh my goodness. You get Apple Fitness. Like you give to your brother-in-law, you get any Apple arcades. So you give a slot to your brother-in-law or your sister-in-law, the Apple Arcade. You give the Apple Fitness to maybe your mother or father-in-law. Or Apple TV, they're more of a couch potato. You also get that too. Think of it like Amazon Prime where you can share it with three or four people. Oh, okay. You get a lot more subscription. I know you're all business, so you just need the iCloud. And maybe oh, a little 
topic. I'm trying to go all in and figure out which Apple Watch to buy. I'm not buying a, a MacBook yet, but I'm still excited because it seems like a lot of even simple stuff like sending videos to uh, my friends, it, it gets truncated or shortened. And again, this is probably non-functional, just like nice to have kind of things. Hey man, yeah. you've been saving your money for the last two years and you deserve <laughs> <laughs> and you deserve the world's best uh, laptop, which is the the MacBook now, like that M1 chip. Oh, yeah. That thing is like game changer. Oh, yeah. We'll so, have to we talk offline for that one. We'll yeah. talk at the retreat in January. How's that? Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Free real estate investing group. Check out reialoha.com. Just two local guys with so much to say So listen to the Real Estate Brothers today Hey, just some legal stuff here. Although these two brothers are pretty knowledgeable and have over 2,100 rental units and own over $160 million worth of real estate, the preceding are only ideas and not to be taken as legal, tax, or financial advice, okay? You should always seek the professional advice of other professionals on your team and think for yourself and do your own due diligence, okay? Aloha.